Hi, everyone. I'm Katie Couric here to let you know that my podcast, Next Question with me, Katie Couric, is back for its second season. I'll be diving into some big issues like this country's devastating maternal mortality rate, the rise of astrology, and a little thing called the presidential election. Listen to Next Question. It comes out every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Remember that one time that we recorded an entire episode and then the audio stops and we have to do it again? I do remember because that was all of three seconds ago. Oh, it just happened. Yes, it just happened. (laughs) Uh, This is exciting for me because... I don't don't really know where this is going. Because... How is this exciting for you? This has happened to me before within the year and a half of me doing this podcast. So I'm just kind of like, eh, shit happens. But this has never happened to you before. Yeah, I'm so sad. (laughs) Welcome to 20 Something's Doing Nothing. I'm Ricky. I'm Jake. <laughs> Make you a little happier. We're back. Can you turn the headphones up a little bit? Oh my God. That's good. No, too much. This kid. I don't know why our headphone levels are at different levels. I don't either. And then when we call somebody, the headphones are too loud. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Gotta do what you gotta do. So, we have someone that we're calling today. Yes, we do. With a very interesting story. Oh, roommate debacles. This is, yeah, this is the second roommate debacle that we're going to be talking about. Last time, what was the other one? The root, the roommate's friend stole. Oh, the sunglasses or the, the glasses. glasses. Yes. Yeah. So now this is another one. Do you know what I realized? It's now we're recording on the same day that we're posting Thursday for the first time in so long. We yeah. normally record the day before. But I haven't heard from you before today, like except for when we're going. You asked me when we're recording, and it was St. Patrick's Day this weekend. <laughs> And you're still here. Like, oh. you made it here. Okay, Jake? I usually get, like, drunk texts from you. But <laughs> what we discovered before, when uh, <laughs> when we were recording the episode before, is that I was the one that drunk texted you. Yes. And I didn't remember it. The shoe was on the other foot this time. But let time. me read it to you. <laughs> I sat there in the bar laughing hysterically the entire time that you were texting me because you were making no fucking sense. Well, obviously, I was really drunk. And I never know what that's like, though, because I'm normally the one that's drunk texting. I'm not the one that's looking at the drunk text. It starts out with you saying, are you out in the city? Question mark, exclamation point, question mark. And I said, yeah. Which I already knew because I was stalking you on Snapchat (laughs) or Instagram stories. I was a wild man. Yeah. So I already knew that. That was just to see if you would answer correctly (laughs) or try to ditch me. But last time you were in the city and I texted you, you didn't answer me. But anyway, so uh, you said, whereabouts? Steph wants to meet you. And I said, the Gem Saloon, long OKR. We prop going somewhere else soon, though. Line, I love Steph. She's bae. (laughs) All in separate text messages. Which I thought was hilarious because you don't know who the fuck Steph is. And yeah, she's your best friend. Yeah, but like you've never met her before. Oh no. And you were just so drunk that you're like, yeah, bae, but Steph, I mean, if, yeah, if... yeah, let's meet Steph. If I, if I read it out loud, that's probably what it was. That's sounded like. how it sounded in my head. So I, then you said we're at 310 Bowery, which I don't think is far from you. And I said, where is that? Which part of town that's far? And then I looked it up and I said, 30 minute walk. And then you said, JK, 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 LOL. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. Then we didn't meet up. (laughs) 
Which, in all reality, if you would have gotten on a subway, it would have been like a 10-minute ride. Not yeah, even. that wasn't happening. But you couldn't even function. No, I was functionable. Functionable? Functioning. I was a functioning human. Questionable? I mean, it was a good day. Debatable. I didn't throw up. I didn't get sick. You know, it was good. Oh, yeah, sure. So then we went to this bar. Wait, so what did you do, though? You were not drunk? I went to brunch for two of my friends' birthdays. So we did brunch, and then we went to Three Time Bowery afterwards to get, like, another drink or whatever. And then I went home because Steph, yeah. a.k.a. Bay, was uh, sick with the flu. She was... That's... Why would you go out if you have the flu? Because we live for that <laughs> shit. It doesn't matter if we have the flu. I need if some we have, cough syrup and the, the uh, mimosa. We can have anything. We can have TB and we're still going to go to freaking <laughs> mimosas and eggs benedict. All right. Well, next time you're like really sick in bed, I'll be like, let's go get mimosas. And I'll probably say, oh, you're twisting my arm, Jake, but I'll go. Yeah, twisting my arm. <laughs> You'll be like, I'm in the car. <laughs> That's so weird. I was already on the way. My shoes are on. <laughs> I'm not bringing a coat. Oh, my God. Even though it's 10 degrees out. I did bring a coat this time, actually. Going out in the cold is not fun because then you have to carry your coat. I know. And then you're afraid that someone's going to steal it or spill something on it or something. Yeah. I was going to say break it, but you can't break break my coat. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I like pause. And you know all these bougie-ass people in New York City that have these Canada Goose jackets that are like $1,000. Yeah, dude. Those are nice (laughs) jackets, though. I don't know how you bring that out drinking. I would never. I mean, it's got to be super warm, and I'm kind of jealous, but also it's like, you know, it's a lot of fur, and a lot they of animals had to die for that thing. The warmest coats ever, and I didn't expect you to say about the animals <laughs> dying for it, so I... <laughs> so, all right. Anyway, Jake had a great weekend. Yeah, we went to the bar, and then we went to uh, somebody's rooftop and drank more, and then... It had to be cold. Well, Although you, you know, were drinking, alcohol, so you were yeah, warm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's why you got so drunk. You're just trying to keep yourself warm. Exactly, and it worked. Ah. And then we went to another bar. I didn't. I spent five dollars the entire day. How? Because we pre-gamed, which is how I got so drunk. Because I didn't really eat that much breakfast. Ah, uh, you didn't have eggs Benedict. I didn't have the eggs Benny. I don't like eggs Benedict because the what the hollandaise, hollandaise sauce, sauce is no. the best part. It's just too much for breakfast. Steph orders it without the hollandaise sauce, and I'm like, why even order oh, eggs? You're just genius. getting poached eggs. On English muffin. That sounds amazing. But the whole part of Eggs Benny is the hollandaise sauce. Yeah, I'm not about that life. Oh, my God. So we didn't really eat that much, and then- You make me so sad. We were drinking. It's okay. You like That's why we're friends. <laughs> I'm just here to make you sad. So then we were drinking, and then like, uh, it was just a lot of alcohol. It wasn't, no, it wasn't even that much alcohol. <laughs> You're lightweight, so it definitely wasn't that much alcohol. No. <laughs> so we were drinking, blah, 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 went to the bar. I didn't have a drink because I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I need to take a break from drinking. Then we went to Rooftop, and we bought a six-pack of beer at some bodega in the city for 15 freaking dollars. <laughs> and we split between three people. That's my five bucks. We went to the next bar. My girlfriend bought us drinks. I spent zero. I spent $5 the entire day. I'm mind blown. And then we were supposed to go to a comedy club that night. And uh, we fell asleep at 7 and woke up at 10, and the comedy club was starting at 10. And so we got up at 10, and we're like, oh, I guess we're not going to the comedy club. Yeah, you had told me that you weren't going out in the city because you were going to a comedy club at night. And then, lo and behold, I'm on my way into the city, and I see on your Snapchats 
I that just, you're getting hammered with a bunch of people I don't even and that know, you lied to me. I don't even want to know what was on my Snapchat. You definitely don't want to know. I don't do Snapchat. Okay, I'm sorry. Insta story. I don't do that. I actually don't really use my Snapchat. I think I'm going to delete it. Well, I use it just to snap people. I don't use it to post Specific on my story. Specific people. Okay. Yeah. Like, I have a lot of groups, you know, like, because I have so many friends that <laughs> I no, I have like a group of my college friends and then there's like a group of people from work and then uh yeah you know that's it that's all my friends wow sounds yeah. like a fun bunch you got there yeah so St. Patrick's Day was good and we reversed roles for a day which was pretty cool I enjoyed my life so crazy yeah it was weird I don't think I ever want to be on the other side of the drunk text though I know how everybody feels when I text them now. But oh, like, yeah. I was slightly concerned at one point because I was like, oh, first I read them and I said, wow, he's really drunk and like giggled about it. I'm like, ha ha idiot. He's going to feel like shit tomorrow. And then, and then afterwards I was like, wow, now he's just saying shit that I don't even know what he's saying to me. And I was like, wow, I hope he's all right because he's like pretty drunk. But then I realized that you were with your girlfriend. So yeah. I was like, oh, she could deal with it. Not yeah. a big deal. It was fine. But for me, I feel like that's probably the same steps that people go through when they read my drunk text. <laughs> like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, but there's no moment of like, ah, oh, well, she's with so-and-so, so it's fine. Yeah, it's definitely like, it's like this wow, bitch might she's... die tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't amazing. think that that's a good, like, I don't want to be that person. I but just, it's just who I am at this point. This is getting too deep. <laughs> Let's move on to our caller. It's getting too deep about me talking about getting hammered. What? Strange. What's the caller's name again? Dan. I have a Dan. I call him Dan the Panini Man. Dan the Panini Hello? Man? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Oh, it's Dan the Panini Man. <laughs> is this Dan? This is Dan. <laughs> 27 is doing nothing. I can't hear him. <laughs> oh, hey. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great, guys. I'm so, so glad you called. We hear you had, yeah, that's, you know, people don't say that to me. Usually, I so that's know, nice. I actually just got a huge smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> so we hear you have a, uh, interesting, or you had an interesting roommate debacle. Yeah. Uh, so I live with, um, four random roommates. Uh, we live in Queens and, in New York City. um, in New York City. Um, and, Two of them are still in college, and one of them owns two cats. Ugh. Right? No, I'm going to piss off all of the cat li- listeners uh, <laughs> on your show, so get ready. Uh, so over winter break, uh, she decides to go home. She lives in Ohio. She decides to go home and uh, not have a plan for how to take care of her cats. What? Right? So we ended up getting texts like every other day saying like, hey, can you uh, like take care of my cat? Can you feed it? Can you uh, like check its water? Can you check its litter box? Can you cuddle with it? Like all of these things. And I'm sitting here like I'm allergic to cats and I didn't sign up for this. Wait, so you didn't cuddle with the cats? I did not cuddle with the cats. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so this girl leaves for how long did you leave for? Uh, so there, she ended up leaving probably middle of December. 
um, and she came back end of January. What? So she leaves for a month and a half, has no plans with her cats, and is just like, oh, can you change the litter? Can you do this? Whatever. So when you live with so many people, I know it's hard. You like don't know what everybody's doing. You don't know everyone's life. So when she left, did you question what she was going to do with the cats, or it was just <laughs> like, uh, whatever, I'm sure she has it figured out? Well, no, because, like, we didn't even know this was a thing. She didn't warn us or anything, like, oh, hey, I'm leaving for a month and a half. Like, uh, can somebody take care of the cat? She left, and then, like, a week after she left, she decided to text us pretty much saying, like, hey, guys, I'm going to be gone. Oh, by the way, can somebody take care of the cat? Uh, Like, I am not going to be home until the end of January. Can we figure it out? Okay, so she did have a plan, though. The plan was to pawn the cats off onto right. you guys. That was the plan from the start. Exactly. <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. She knew that she could right? save some money and that everything would be fine because save you guys would just money. take care of Do the cat. Do you know how much it would cost to have somebody watch after your cat for a month and a half? I don't have cats. I don't know. How much <laughs> is it to make somebody watch your cat for a month and a half? My mom watches cats, and I'm pretty sure she gets like $20 a day. She's a cat watcher? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. $20, $20 a, a day? day? So let's figure this out. She left for a month and a half. That's uh. You're not good at math. You pretend like you are, but you're really not. That's 50 days right now? A month and a half. 45 days <laughs> times 20. That's $900. What? Don't work. That's like rent. <laughs> Who knew that cats were so expensive? She paid my so, rent. So did she like give, did she pay you guys? So she ended up coming back and gave us uh, all like $25 Amazon gift cards. Oh, um, how nice. So, <laughs> right for a month and a half of work we got 25 dollar amazon gift cards wait how many of you are there that she gave the gift cards to so she gave it to all of us i can't say all of us actually took care of the cat so like <laughs> it was like, like a group project <laughs> what i said it was like a group project in high school exactly like we all ended up getting the $25 gift card, but, like, I think <laughs> two or three of us ended up actually taking – no, it was only two of us that really ended up taking care of the cat. Like, I would go in, and, like, when I got home from work, would see that, like, it's it has water, like, it has food, whatever, but, like, I wasn't hanging out with it or anything. Uh, I would I would help it survive, but I wasn't exactly about to cuddle it. Um <laughs> So, yeah, no, but we all ended up getting $25 gift cards. That's mind-blowing. So she saved, in all reality, like $800. Yeah, Yeah, and she she owes you $800. She had said for the last, like, two weeks she was going to have somebody come in and, like, take care of the cat because, like, none of us were really home. A lot of us were either working or out or whatever. So she said, like, the last two weeks she was going to have somebody come in, and they just never came in. So we were stuck dealing with this cat. That would piss me off. Now she's just taking advantage at that point. That's so fucking annoying. Right? Like, my roommate left once, my old roommate left once, and he we had plants in the apartment. And he's like, can you just like... That's not even slightly listen close. Listen to my story. I'm going to listen, but I'm going to tell you right now, that's not even close to the same thing. So he, he leaves, and we have these plants... <laughs> You got to take care of fucking plants. <laughs> we had plants in the apartment. And he's like, can you just like make sure they don't die? And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. They died, didn't they? I mean. Uh, <laughs> they died. The plants died. That's not the point of the story. Well, luckily, the cat didn't. The cats. They didn't die. 
they're alive. One of them doesn't live here anymore, but they're alive. Do, is that because of you? Did you were you like <laughs> you have to get rid of one of them because I'm not watching two cats anymore? <laughs> if, I mean, if it was my choice, I would have gotten rid of both of them. You don't want <laughs> cats. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, like. It, it, she goes away and doesn't have a plan for her cats. She deserves to come back and be confused about where they are, right? Oh That's, horrible. <laughs> That's what I said about the plant, so I April threw them out the window. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have a lot of really nice people that you live with, then, if you guys are willing to take care yeah, of the cat seriously. while the one just dipped out on you guys. Yeah, I felt like it was kind of like a... All right, are we really gonna like let this cat suffer because her owner is a little irresponsible? You know? Yeah, no, I agree entirely. Even though it's complete bullshit, you at least still took care of the cat. Exactly. <laughs> hey, you're a nice person, and thank you for making the twenty somethings doing nothing listeners seem like really great people. Because in reality, we know we're all just you know not that great of people. We're all a little dead inside, <laughs> and that's why we <laughs> stick together. Well, thank you, Dan, so much for uh, sharing your uh, story for Roommate us. Roommate debacle. I'm sorry you couldn't cuddle with the cat, but you're a nice person for, for for being a good person. Well, thank you guys so much for calling. Wait, I have one last question. Yeah. What are you going to use that $25 gift card on? <laughs> cat litter. That's a great question. I don't know. Like, all of the things on my Amazon are, like, in my cart are all above $25. So I'm really confused. I don't know, like, what I do. So you go to your roommate and you're like, listen, I know you gave me 25 bucks, but I really want this thing that's in my cart. And it's I need like, an extra, like, 60. <laughs> Please, just, just, in, just, in, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for we'll, we'll see how well, uh, letting us call you. <laughs> of course. No, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Bye. Damn. <laughs> that sucks. That's so shitty. That's so shitty. She needs to never, ever get another cat or possibly ever have babies or until she to move out. grows up. I wonder, Who does that? You know what I didn't ask him? I always do this. The age. No. Because you always ask the, age, the age or try to this, ask the this age. This age doesn't matter in this it situation. It never matters. Yes, it did. And all the other ones, it matters. Oh, my God. It never mattered. No, but I didn't ask. What did you not ask? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, I didn't ask, is, like, she a considerate person otherwise? Like, Does, does it do matter? The, does she do the dishes? Does she clean? I'm going to go ahead and say that if she's not going to take care of her cat. She definitely doesn't do That shit. she doesn't do anything. She doesn't do anything <laughs> she probably doesn't do her laundry and her room probably smells like shit and she probably doesn't even clean the cat's <laughs> litter on her own so this was like a free opportunity to for the cat's litter to get cleaned i think you might be right as fucked up as that is sometimes i am okay sometimes i'm glad you said sometimes oh my god <laughs> i was just already ready to be like sometimes jake but you already knew that it was only sometimes my intern Anne marie is with us yes she's joined us in the studio say hi i'm scooch over Hello. So she just had a birthday on Sunday. Happy birthday. Thank you. And she turned 20 years old. I did. And she told me that she was freaking out because she's so old. <laughs> well, first of all, welcome to the club of 20-somethings. You can officially listen to the podcast and be a 20-something. Although you don't have to be a 20-something to listen to the podcast because, you know, anybody can listen to us. But why... Explain to me exactly what you were talking about. Sure. So I woke up last Sunday morning. My parents came into the room. They had surprised me with 20 balloons floating all over my room. It was really beautiful. 
But I just felt so upset about the fact that I had reached this new decade of my life. And as soon as I saw the balloons, especially the ones that said 2-0, I started crying hysterically. <laughs> and my parents asked me, they said, what's wrong with you? You don't like the balloons? You always love balloons when you get them for your birthday. And I'm like, it's not the balloons. It's my age. <laughs> I just, I couldn't believe that I had turned 20. It kind of sneaked up on me. And I wasn't, I mean, I, was, I knew I was going to turn 20 eventually, Hopefully, but um, <laughs> I wasn't expecting it so soon, I guess. So what is what is it about the number 20 that scares you so much? It is a scary number, though, when you think about it. Like, it's a scary idea. It's a whole new, like she said, it's a whole new decade. Yeah. You're not even, you're not a teen anymore. Even no. though you kind of stop being a teen at, I don't know, 17, 18. But, like, you're still a teen. And then you're like, holy shit, 20. It's a whole new, whole new world. Exactly. I mean, 18, 19, it all had the word teen in it. Now 20. And to 20 the lie. teen. <laughs> 20 teen. 20, 20. What would you say is going to be the biggest difference now that you are 20 and you're no longer a quote unquote teen? That's funny that you asked her that because I had her come up with five questions for us. <laughs> her, what am I doing in my 20s? Five questions from Anne-Marie. Let's just throw it out there, though, that we always say we don't have answers to your questions. Oh, no, we're not going to help you. We're just going to talk about them because we're no help whatsoever. We don't help any situation. No, No. don't listen to any of our advice. All right, great. I mean, whenever I ask questions, I don't expect them to be answered, I guess. (laughs) So what's your first question for 20-somethings? Okay, so I guess my biggest question is when am I actually going to start looking my age? When will people stop questioning the fact that I'm... (laughs) <laughs> Wait, you told me, tell me what you told me earlier about going to Costco. Okay, um, so Costco is one of my favorite places to shop. I mean, I love the samples, but there's an age limit on the samples. You have to be 16 in order to get one. So every time I would go to get a sample for the last, I mean, even since I turned 16, people would ask me where my parents were and they wouldn't let me get a sample. <laughs> and I, I would pull out my driver's um, permit. And show it to them, and they'd be like, this isn't real. Like, we, we can't take your word for this. We really need to see your parents. So like, well, this you is mind-blowing. I'm also that sucks. one of those people that just looks a lot younger than her actual age. So do I. All three of us do. So first yeah. off, I just want to say that I didn't know that there was an age limit for the, uh, age for the minimum, samples. Minimum? Right? Age, I guess so. Minimum age? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that yeah. any age was a thing. I thought that anybody could just walk up there and exactly. get them. Yeah. I think I no they idea. do that because, like, if you're allergic to something. Yeah, no, that makes it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I guess my Costco just didn't give a shit because <laughs> I used to get them all the time, and I would get like multiple I'm samples. So hungry, I could go for Costco samples right now. Oh my god, you're always hungry. But I will say this one I can answer, and I can answer truthfully Same. and with an actual idea of what the hell you're talking about. You're never gonna look your age because you already look young. Mm-hmm. I'm 25. I look like I'm 16 to the point where somebody that I work with at my other job had actually said, oh, you know, when he was telling a story, like Ricky and I's age, he's 19. So I work with my parents and my mom was like, nope, Ricky's 25, 25 years old. That's so all right, I'm just always going to look like I'm 16. I feel like I'm going to get carded at restaurants and bars forever because I always look younger than I am. And But recently I've been saying people have been guessing my age more closely than they ever used to. Like when I was 22, probably, people would be like, oh, you're 17, right? And I was like, oh, 17. <laughs> That's so much younger. <laughs> but now people guess like, uh, I'd say people usually think that I'm 23. 
which is a lot better. Yeah, that's not too far off. No. All right, second question. Wow, we actually answered a question. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was a great answer. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so for my second question, I'll give you a little backstory. So I took driver's ed in high school, but I never actually had the time to take my driver's license test. So now my younger sister, who is about to be 17, already has her license, and I don't. You still don't have a license? I don't have my license yet. What? And I haven't driven in about two years. What? I don't even know if I remember how to drive. <laughs> oh, my I'm, God. I hope I do, but my next question is, <laughs> when will I have the time to get my license? I don't know if that's something you guys can answer, but um, something I think I need to get ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see your uh, calendar. Oh, make time. How do you not have a license in your 20s? You live on Staten Island in New York. Mm-hmm. So do you guys drive a lot there? Yeah, unfortunately, we do drive a lot. My younger sister has her license, so she'll usually usually drive me what? around. So why the hell the, do you not get your license? I just haven't. I guess I haven't made it a priority. <laughs> I also really don't like driving. I'm uh, so afraid that I'll get into a car accident and run somebody over. Yeah. Um, You're yeah. supposed to drive with your eyes open, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great tip. Thank you. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind for the road test. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, if you don't like driving, I mean, I guess it's still good to have your license, but I don't know. I live in literal bumblefuck, so there was no way I was getting anywhere unless I had my license, and I specifically remember I was like, not going to let myself fail that test. I had to get my license, and I was younger than everybody else, Mm -hmm. so I was the last person, pretty much, or second to last person to get her license, and it was just so infuriating watching all of my friends drive around. That was me. And I had to wait until freaking ever... A group of my friends were actually about to turn 18 by the time that I was turning 17 and could go to my actual, yeah, to go get my actual license. So I was furious, but I made it a point to get it. So I think it's important to have, just in case. You never know when you might need it. What happens if you move to Missouri one day or California or something like that? You need to have a license. Yeah, you're going to be looking for jobs in a few years. See, I'm the opposite, though. I love driving. Oh, my God. <laughs> looking for jobs in a, in few, a few years. years. I was not looking towards <laughs> jobs at 20, really. I and was just like... still looking for jobs. Yeah! At 25. <laughs> that gives you some hope, Anne-Marie. <laughs> Woo! It's all downhill from here, Anne-Marie. It's all downhill. No, it's all uphill from here. That's Let's why be I was real. crying on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> See, she gets it. <laughs> no, but it's actually all uphill from here. Like, I think 20, 25 has definitely been my best year so far. To date. Interesting. Yeah. All right, third question while Ricky's <laughs> looking at me like I'm a psychopath. Um, okay, I guess so my next question would be when should I move out? Oh. <laughs> oh. When should you move out? That one's a good one because Jake moved out years ago. And Ricky's still not moved out. Yeah, and this I still live with my parents. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it depends. My plan after college. So I went to college in Central Jersey. I live in South Jersey. Now I work in New York City. My plan was to get a job in Philly, which is like right 20 minutes from my house, live at home for a year, and then move out. So, you know, like save a bunch of money, be a responsible human being. I ended up getting a job right after college. (laughs) Human being. I ended up getting a job right after college in New York City. So I was like, oh, shit, now I have to move out. Because I'm not going to commute from South Jersey to go to New York City every day. Hell no. So I was the first one of my friends to move out because none of my friends had jobs yet. And they were, so they're all still living at home looking for jobs. So I moved out, which really, you know, takes a toll on your, on your paycheck because you have to pay rent and your landlord basically takes all of your money. 
But looking back at it now, I still would have liked to have that year at home to like save some money, you know, get some home cooked meals, meals, do my wash for another Mm -hmm. year. Like I hate doing wash, but now looking back at it, like I don't want to move back home now. I like going home and spending weekends at home, but I love living on my own. Ricky, (laughs) please join the panel. So I did it. I got a job right after college, but it wasn't a job that could sustain me moving out just yet. Uh, And then I eventually got another job on top of my job that I had. And I still didn't move out because that was technically then my time to save. When I first got my job, it was part time. So it was a job within radio, but it was only part time. It was just enough where I could pay my my student loans and things like that, little things. It wasn't enough for me to actually move out. So then, like Jake said, saving money. Once I got that extra job, I was like, oh, now I can actually save some money. Maybe then I can move out. Then I lost that job. (laughs) (laughs) And everything that I saved is basically gone. So with my experience, I'm going to say don't put a time restraint on yourself. Don't say by this time I need to be moved out. Would I have liked to move out already? Sure. Do I hate living at home? No, it's not the end of the world. I guess it's like a a known adult thing to move out, but don't put a time restraint on yourself. Whenever you are financially and emotionally ready to move out, then move out. I've been emotionally ready to move out since I was like 17. I'm just not financially (laughs) ready yet. And both of them need to coincide in order to get out. And like I said, I still get home-cooked meals. I come home and my mom Ugh. makes me dinner every night. Ugh. I do have a washer and dryer inside my house. <laughs> take me home. I have. I don't have to pay electricity. I don't oh, have to pay for anything. Take me home. I have a nice big bed in, in my room. <laughs> I don't want to sleep in your bed. I don't, <laughs> I don't have to worry about those things. So... There's a there's a positive and a negative. Just don't don't stress yourself out about that just yet. Oh my god, Ricky, I'm so impressed with us for giving good <laughs> advice. Yeah, really. When you put it like that, I don't think I'll ever want to move out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you will eventually. <laughs> Probably. Um, so then my next question would be a lot of my friends are in really serious relationships right now, but I really don't have anything like that at the moment. So I kind of feel like I'm behind on the relationship curve. So when will I actually like when is a good time to start having a serious relationship? Or mm. <laughs> Ricky, you want to start this one? <laughs> Let's give ah, the female ha, advice ha, first. Ha, ha. <laughs> I'm probably the worst when it comes to relationship advice. <laughs> um, damn. All right. I would say that just kind of comes at some point. When you start looking for it is when everything gets skewed and misunderstood and forced almost. I have a best friend who... She's 25 and she's still yet to be in a serious relationship. And she kind of stresses out about it. But I tell her all the time that that's important that she hasn't because she hasn't found anybody that that makes sense for just yet. So it kind of just comes. It just happens. Half the time that I've gotten into a serious relationship, I didn't go looking for it. And I didn't ask about it. I wasn't like, oh, my God, when are you going to say I love you to me? And (laughs) when are we going to meet each other's families? Is this like, are we on the same page yet? And that was never a thing, you know? It just kind of worked that way where eventually, like, you just go out and you're like, this is my boyfriend. And they're like, oh, this is my girlfriend. And then you suddenly meet the family. It's not something that's all planned. It just kind of, like, falls into place. You find somebody you really like, talk to them. Have a conversation with them. They really like you. 
maybe you start dating. Maybe he's a piece of shit. Maybe you're not too good either. And maybe you break up. Or this you guys, like you have a personal story with this. <laughs> <laughs> or you guys end up like falling head over heels, deeply in love, and just like work out the rest of your life. You're never gonna know what the hell is gonna happen with it. But if you do find somebody that you're interested in, definitely take the leap. That's my my two cents. Wow. Always take the leap because wow. you never know what's going to happen. Damn. And if you don't try, then it's always, what if? What if I had told so-and-so how much I loved him or liked him or thought he was great? You know? You never really know unless you actually try. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> that was great. Wow. Yeah. I'm so bad at relationship advice. I'm so happy that that actually worked out well. Yeah, but here's my thing. I feel like going through bad relationships gives you... Uh, the ability to give good advice. Ah. Because you know what to avoid or things that are red flags or, you know. Yeah. No, I agree. from experience. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> had some interesting relationships in I, I was just saying this to my friend <laughs> that a lot of my friends will come to me for relationship advice, which I'm like, uh, I don't really know. I don't feel like I'm the best person to give you advice on a relationship. But I guess it's because I've, like, had a few that were serious that didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. And so they're like, well, how do I do this? I'm like, well, I can tell you how to not do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you what happened to me and yeah. everything to avoid. <laughs> yeah. You can just, like, not date anybody. That's always good. That okay, not well. that negative. But when you do find somebody that you actually think that you can see yourself with, make it known. Seriously, though? Great advice. Yeah. I feel like, especially for women, we kind of get wrapped up in this whole, oh, well, he doesn't like me unless he asks me out thing. Almost every guy I've ever dated, I've asked out. Well, you're an anomaly. I think I am, but, but there's no reason thing. to be. That's not a bad thing. My whole thing is if I want it, I go for it. Hell yeah, and you If should. I want a job, I go for the job. If I want a dude that I want to date, I go for it. Whatever it is. Even if he has a girlfriend, who cares? You just who do it. Who gives a shit? No, I would never, <laughs> <laughs> never do that. I'll talk about it behind their back and be like, oh, he's so hot. I wish he didn't have a girlfriend. But I would never actually do something about it because I'm not a homewrecker. Good. That's okay, good. next question. Last question, right? Yes. Question five? And the ultimate question, I guess, to so I want to know, when will I figure out what I want to do with the rest of my life? Ooh. Uh, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> the kicker. Uh, we were talking about this last week. This is a really good question. When will you figure out what you want to do with the rest of your life? My answer to that would be not for a very, very long time. <laughs> because at first I thought that what I'm doing now in radio was what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Then I started, I got the job as a video producer for a radio show. Now I want to do video for the rest of my life. Uh, and then I'm thinking like there's other things that I want to do. So that goes back to my theory of like you should never have an end goal. Mm -hmm. Because if you have an end goal, then you have nothing to work for once you meet that end goal. So always having like a next goal is the way to do it. And I think with that comes you're not really sure what you want to do for the rest of your life. Is it possible? Absolutely. Will I think it happened for me ever? No. But that's different. Like, if you were like, I want to become a lawyer. I feel like most lawyers are lawyers for their whole life, right? Mm. Or like... Or uh, they become a judge yeah, in the end. Yeah, or a judge. Or if you are an accountant or you work in like, I don't know, any sort of like businessy type job, I feel like you stick in that industry. But it's different for us because we're in the entertainment world. So we can do 8,000 different things. Oh, could, so many things. We could be in radio. We could be in television. We could be in web stuff. We can do... Social media. Social media. There's 8,000 things. So will you find something that you want to do for the rest of your life? Maybe. Who knows? For me, I don't think I'll ever find that. 
to go off of what you said, I think that always being open is a huge thing. I have an end goal, technically, like an end idea of what I want. Will that change over the next few years? It's possible, but I'm open to the idea of it changing. I'm not forcing myself to only reach that goal. And in my journey to get to that goal, I've been open to trying so many other different things, taking jobs in different areas that I never thought that I would take the jobs in and learning from those experiences, not just within the business, but through having a shitty boss, having an amazing boss, working with people who drive you insane, working with people who you really love and then them moving on and then you really don't talk very much anymore. Like jobs aren't just and careers aren't just making money. There's so many other aspects that are <laughs> where I wouldn't be here. Yeah, there's so many other aspects that go into it. You know, job satisfaction when it comes to are you happy when you go to work? Do you like the people that you're around? Do you like the area that you're working in? There's so many things that go into it. So I would say to always stay open minded. Have I would say have a goal, like Jake said, maybe not an end goal. Maybe that's a good strategy to take. I've never actually thought of it that way. But always have a goal, but be open to other things. Because you never, especially within entertainment, so if you stick with radio, nobody has a clear path to where they got to. Everybody bounces all. If you ever ask someone in radio, how did you get here? They will go on a tangent for three hours of so many random things that happened in their lives to get them to that point. They may have started in radio. They may have started in freaking accounting. You don't know. It's just always different for everybody. So just stay open. And Never settle for something just because of money. Obviously, you need money to sustain your life, but don't make that your ultimate goal is just to make money because just about every person I know my age, 20 to like 28, who went just for money, hate their fucking lives right now. Same. And they're just in the beginning stages of their career. They have so much longer to go, and they're they're miserable. They hate what they're doing. It's not enjoyable for them, but they're making a good paycheck, and that's it. So by the time they get to 40, they're going to go back to school and end up in a different fucking career. Ugh. If you do that, that's not a bad thing. It's not the end of the world, but why not just pick something that you're happy with, something that you enjoy doing, and something that when you wake up in the morning, you're not, ah, do I have to go to work today? I don't want to do this. Like, Wake up and say, fuck yeah, I'm ready to take on this Monday because I love my life. I feel like we should do a motivational podcast now. <laughs> I'm feeling real motivated. I hope that was helpful. This is wait, I have a question for you. Do you know how to find the square root of something? I do. Do you know how to do your taxes? No. See, that's what's wrong with the education system. <laughs> oh. No, my seriously God. though. How messed up is that? Like she's going to have to do I um, why am I using Jake using did his taxes I, once and owed the government when he shouldn't have owed the government anything. And I paid it. And I was like, shit, how do I get this money back? I don't I didn't owe this money. No, I, did, I like nobody teaches you how to do your taxes unless you're an accounting major, I guess, but you know how to find the square root of something or I can tell you what the Pythagorean theorem is. Have I ever used that ever in my life? What's the Pythagorean theorem? Tell a, me right now. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Ask me how much my 401k is. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> exactly. That's definitely a big issue, and maybe that's part of the reason why a lot of people who are in their 20s feel scared about the future because they don't, they're don't they not being prepared with the accurate information for things they actually have to do in their lives. Hell yeah, because I was not prepared whatsoever. I'm, <laughs> I'm still just not stumbling prepared. through this life. You just got to fake it till you make it. <laughs> yeah. We never know what we're doing right off the bat, ever, especially 
when you just turned 20. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Are you kidding me? I was all over the place. So I think the main takeaway from this is just to embrace the whole idea of getting older, as hard as that is, coming from the girl who cries when she thinks about the fact she's going to be 26 in July. But kind of just take everything for what it's worth and just be happy that you even get to live in all reality. You know what I mean? And you're healthy and you're in an amazing internship at such a young age. And you have an incredible supervisor. Like... (laughs) Just That's like debatable. Best. If anything, that might be your downfall. <laughs> but, but you're doing great already. So don't get down on yourself for the fact that you're getting older. And yeah. always know that we're all we all make mistakes. I make mistakes every fucking day. You just gotta learn from them. See, well, that's what we didn't talk about is that she's your sophomore in I college. Am. She's already interning here. Mm-hmm. Like most people don't intern here until they're juniors or seniors. And you said you already had an internship before this. And yeah. you've already like studied abroad two times. Like she's done so much. What the so hell are much. you concerned about? I know. You should be excited. What like, are you concerned this, about? Turning 20 should be the most exciting year ever because you're like, now I'm ready to take on the world. So you're a sophomore? You got two more years. So you still have like... two and a half years, right? No. Two. Two, two years because the this semester's ending. Yeah. Yeah, so you have two more years. So back to your question of when are you going to figure out what you want to do in life, <laughs> that could change six times by the time you graduate. Oh, hell yeah. My idea of what I wanted to do, throughout my life it changed like 13 times. But in college, I think I changed my mind four times wow. in college. Yeah, because I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. I really didn't. And then it hit me one day to stop listening to everybody else about money and shit. That's why I say pick something that you're actually going to enjoy and actually going to love. And I will never forget sitting my parents down and being like, hey, I don't want to be a lawyer. I want to be a journalist. (laughs) I want to talk on the radio. And then that was such a hard thing for my parents. They're like, wow, okay, you just took a huge dip in salary. And then I was like, hey, I don't want to be a journalist anymore. I want to be on a radio. And then they were even more so like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> why are you doing that? But I knew that it was going to be something that I enjoyed and I wasn't going to wake up miserable every single day. And that's why I do it. Wow. I'm not here for the paycheck, you know? This is a great episode. <laughs> I would listen to our podcast. <laughs> well, you have to, so. <laughs> well, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Thank you for the advice, guys. I think you made my 20s seem a little less scary. Oh, that wasn't the point. I was trying to make it more scary. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) I don't want to cry as much anymore. (laughs) This poor girl's like, I just don't want to cry. And Jake's like, well, your life is going to (laughs) suck. Welcome to your internship. (laughs) As he's making, what is that? Snowflakes? Look how nice that is. Oh, my God. Out of a tissue. (laughs) This goes to show you that you can be 25 and still have the mentality of an (laughs) eight-year-old. Somebody tweeted us. You never get old. I forget who it was. I wish I would have screenshot it. Somebody tweeted us and was like, I can't wait to hear Jake's random ADHD thoughts. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every time. Snowflake out of a tissue. I hate you so much. That's so funny. On that note, before this goes completely downhill, I'm going to wrap it up. Wait, I think people should tweet advice to Anne Marie and we'll pass it on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Tweet us at 20SDN Podcast. If you're still listening at this point, please tweet us so we know that you're still listening. Uh, and I'll pass the advice along to her, and then maybe she will stop crying. Or you can message us on Instagram, too. We try to answer all right. the messages on Instagram. So that's also 20SDM Podcast. Thanks for joining us, Amory. Yeah, thank you so much. And thanks for listening. You were listening to 20-somethings doing nothing. Now oh, it's time are. to click us off. Click us off. Catch you next well, who week. who the hell says that? You got to click something. Click on Press the Facebook. Us off. Oh. Turn us off. Turn us off? Do you say wait in line or wait online? Depends. What? I've never heard wait online until I moved to this area.
Oh, that's right. I forgot your South Jersey. Ugh, you're from the scummy part of Jersey. <sighs> Gross. I love South Jersey, so screw you. North Jersey is so much better. Central Jersey isn't a thing, so. Yes. <laughs> Catch you next week. 20 something's doing nothing. Dear Young Rocker is more than just a podcast about music. It's a memoir of how it feels to survive high school when you don't fit in and the freeing feeling of picking up a guitar for the first time. It's also advice for anyone who is or was young and has ever felt weird or alone. Dear Young Rocker is written and narrated by me, Chelsea Erson, executive produced by Jake Brennan, and comes to you from Double Elvis Productions. Listen to Dear Young Rocker on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Oscar Ramirez, and I host The Daily Dive, a daily news podcast about the biggest stories of the day. On The Daily Dive, you'll hear everything from stories about new tech and its potential to change our lives to the latest in politics and how new policies affect you and those around you. Every morning, I'll connect you with the writers and journalists who know the story so you can keep up to date and make informed decisions. A new episode of the podcast is posted every Monday through Friday. Listen to The Daily Dive podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.